So chapter six is one of my personal favorite chapters. It's called The Inner Being. It's kind of shorter, so I'm gonna elaborate more on it with my own thoughts to give some context. But to start with the title, The Inner Being is who you are beneath the surface. It's your values, your morals, who you are as a person, your qualities, your internal thoughts and emotions. It's not so much your physical appearance, your relationships, your occupation, your likes and your dislikes. It's it's just more of your internal sense of self. Eckhart explains how this term being that is brought up throughout the entirety of the book cannot be understood by the human brain, more rather felt internally. And I can testify to that because the first time I was reading the book, I didn't quite understand. I mean, he explained it as this just pure existence, observant of life, and feeling this whole love and contentment through every moment. And now that I'm reading it the second time, I've realized that I've been getting to that point of being more frequently in my life. And it is such a beautiful state of mind and just such a beautiful way to live life. And that's what I hope to teach you all because I really want as many people as possible to feel this contentment because, you know, life can really shake you up and your outer world can get shooken and destroyed almost, but it's how your internal world is. And if you can remain stagnant and stable throughout it all is what really will help you. I feel like what really got me to this place in my life was just so much alone time. And I really feel like I've found myself through the moments of being alone. There was a period in my life a few years ago where I was alone for months, not really around many of my family members, not really around many of my friends. And I really just had to be content with myself, kind of figure out who I was, what I liked, what I wanted to do every day. And I swear that changed who I was. And I really can suggest even if you are an extrovert or if you do like going out, maybe prioritize sometimes alone just to really get to know yourself. Because I look back even like two years ago and I would always be going out, hanging out with all these people. But at the end of the night, I didn't really know who I was. And I felt uncomfortable sitting in the silence of my own thoughts and I had distractions playing in the background and, you know, I would come home and as I'm getting ready for bed, I would always have music on or like podcasts and it's, I was avoiding just being alone in the silence and as I've started bringing that into my life and putting aside times for silence, just sitting reading or sitting in silence, just feeling everything that can come to me, I've really started to shape my inner body and just get in touch with it because that's what's most important is recognizing that it's there and acknowledging it and kind of scoping out different ways in different parts of who you are. I think that social media and technology has really put a dent in our evolution to consciousness as human beings. At least in my life, I have been engulfed in it since the age of 15, I would say. Um, 
constantly at the tip of my fingertips. But recently, I deleted social media and it has been the best decision of my life. I do re-download it um, every Sunday to post this podcast on my Instagram. But other than that, I don't have it. TikTok was just such a waste of time. It was so toxic. I mean, you're constantly comparing yourself. And when you're on these apps looking at other people's life, it's like you're just so into this fake reality that you're missing out on so much if you just don't look up. I mean, next time you go to a social event, whatever it may be, look at how many people are on their phones. I do that all the time. I'm walking to class and it's like 50% of people on the quad are just have their faces in their phones. And it's just, yes, some of it might be important. Maybe they're texting for a ride, but I know that most of it is just a distraction because they have to get from point A to point B and they want to do it while occupied. And it's kind of sad. I mean, you've heard about our attention spans being becoming shorter because of all this constant newness. And I just really suggest cutting out the time. I have the parental controls on my phone that tell me when I've came past a certain amount of time because you really are putting so much energy into this place where it's not real. Social media isn't real. I mean, yes, you can look at pictures of your friends, but be in your life. I mean, isn't that so much better than on a fake, looking at fake lives? And also what I've noticed just is how much I don't care about looking at other people's life. I mean, I have like maybe 20 people in my life that I actually want to know about and care about. And I was following like a thousand people that I don't know, you know, and it's just instead of going through and unfollowing everyone because that would take so long, I just deleted the app in general. I made a new Snapchat that has like 30 people on it with only people that I genuinely want to see their life. And I really can just suggest doing some of this. And it might sound a little iffy at first, but because that's how I was. Like when I was thinking about making my new Snap, I was just like, oh, but I have so many people on here. Like... I don't, you know, I like keeping up with them. But then when I got my new new one, I haven't thought twice about any of them. You know, you know who the core people in your life are. So start prioritizing your time with just viewing their life instead of people that, you know, you were friends with five years ago or have never even met. Another thing I've done that's really helped me is to not touch my phone when I'm in a situation where it would be easier to do so. Uh, For example, standing in a line at the grocery store and it's taking a little longer. I'll now be all there, keep my phone in my bag, practice my patience, people watch. It's a great way to get out of that uh, comfort zone. Also, if you are in a group setting where you're uncomfortable and the easiest thing to do is just go on your phone and start doing something, I really push you to not do that and to feel the uncomfortability and realize that we are going to be in many situations in our life where it might just be easier to go on our phone and distract from the reality but it's better to be there and to be able to grow in these situations that we may not have chosen 
that pretty much wraps up everything I have to say for this chapter. I hope you took something away from it and tune in next Sunday for chapter 7.